Hello again and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talk. I'm your host Jack Stratton from Insider Trends and I'm joined again by Tobias Bergstrom, Commerce Advisor at Eventia. Um, thanks for making the time again, Tobias, for, for joining us today. We are going to um, we're going to talk about something that uh, we talk about a lot actually, it comes up often with you, um, KPIs. And just on a personal note, it's interesting, We I remember one of the first times we talked, um, and I can't remember what the context was, but we were talking and a lot, and this was kind of one of the, you know, one of the first kind of points of Insider Trends and events here collaborating. Mm-hmm. And my experience um, is, you know, and a lot of my knowledge is based a lot on what Insider Trends does and a lot of kind of like uh, a lot of trend spotting and, and safaris and presentations where we're looking a hell of a lot just at what retailers do and to mm-hmm. an extent just from what knowledge we can gather about how successful they've been. But what I noticed mm-hmm. is that when I first started talking uh, retail, B2B, anything like that with you, you immediately went to KPIs. You, were, you mm-hmm. were talking about it so much earlier. And for me, in a lot of what I'd done, KPIs were always kind of, they, I was aware of them. And I knew that the clients that I worked with, it was important to. But I was always like, oh, I don't worry about KPIs. I'm just going to show them some cool stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and it will inspire them. But what I realized was actually how, how sometimes I was, I was being a bit lazy because it was almost like you needed in many of these scenarios, basically you needed to be thinking not just KPIs early on, but KPI first. And yeah. actually you could almost position everything around them. And that made the whole thing a lot simpler. It cut all this confusion of what should I do first as a retailer? I'm looking at these 80 trends and I don't know which one to pick. And yeah. when you just simply said, you know, look at the KPIs, it really, it was a real moment for me, actually. It's helped me a lot since. Um, so on that note, um, just kind of on a really basic level, I want to just kick off with this question, which is what, you know, what KPIs do you think e-tailers should measure and master? What are the kind of basic KPIs they should be focusing on? Can I just, before we, we go into that, I mean, I, I totally yeah. agree. I think a lot of people zone out when they heard, hear that KPI word, right? But I mean, if you break it down or, or spell it out, it's key performance indicators. It's, it's, it's actually what makes us successful. What what's, what are indicators of success? And then I think uh, you you might win over uh, one or two. But um, I think I mean I'm a simple guy, and I think it's important to to keep it simple, stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, often when you talk about e-commerce or any kind of commerce for that matter, uh, often you're quite interested in, in getting sales, right? Increasing sales. Absolutely. Uh, or, or increasing your margin or decreasing your cost. So let's start there before we dive into uh, any kind of new trend or, or, or decide to go with a project. Because if it's not driving your sales or, or improving your margins, why should we do it? So I think for, for any kind of commerce player out there, um, you should be looking at three KPIs that drive your sales. And it's simple, stupid, and everyone who's ever been in Google Analytics know it. It is traffic. Make sure that you get the traffic uh, that's, that you can convert. I get the conversion rate there. So when you have the traffic and you have the conversion, uh, you also need to make sure that they buy, uh, that the average order rate, order value is as high, right? With those three simple, simple, stupid KPIs that you can measure in real time if you're an e-commerce, actor uh, or you can do it more on a daily basis if you're in, in physical retail 
is really what should be defined in our lives, right? Hmm. Because those three together make up the sales. And I think what's interesting is that the, the different the three KPIs often have very different tactics connected to them. So if, you, if you're talking e-commerce and traffic, I mean, it's, it's all about getting the sessions, getting the, the visits uh, that will, will help you convert. Um, and that can be search engine optimization, or it can be page load times. It can be anything Google related. It uh, can be your brand, uh, having a strong brand, stuff like that. Whilst for uh, conversion rate, it's all about uh, really uh, making sure that the consumer uh, feels comfortable, that you lower all the thresholds that are not necessary, right? Mm -hmm. And then you got average order value, which is all about cross-sell and upsell, and making sure that uh, you, you you position the the, the premium product and, and or you know that you're ex able to explain the the real value of it. So again, there are hundreds of different tactics uh, that work these three KPIs, but those are the ones for me. Has um has I wonder during the pandemic? The pandemic, I think, in some ways, is like an interesting. Uh, you could one day it could be looked on as an interesting case study in itself in terms of how yeah. um, how people behaved, how how customers changed their behaviors, how retailers changed as a as a response. How much though? So I've read about all kinds of things that have changed in this period with e-commerce, with the way that brands have used e-commerce. Some doing things for the first mm -hmm. time, um, people trying all kinds of new and cutting edge stuff. But how much actually has it just been a case of the the biggest success stories have been brands who've just I don't know, just slightly dialed up in each of those three areas because I've got a gut feeling looking at some of the brands that have done best. It's the same e-commerce brands from before the pandemic who clearly knew how to do this stuff already. And they've just been able to just go, right, we've just got to keep on, keep on focusing on, you know, optimization, increasing those average order values and all that stuff you were just talking about. Yeah. Um, what's your view on that? I think those those who have been working with e-commerce for a long time, have the resources, the, the skills uh, in-house. I mean, it's so much easier for them to succeed because it's mm -hmm. like you say, if you're working with three KPIs uh, that together make up the sales, right? You've got a multiplication effect. Mm -hmm. So if you only tweak your conversion rate, if you only tweak uh, your traffic with a few percentages uh, and you, you up the average order, order value with, a pound or so, you get an, a multiplication effect, which is huge, right? And and I think uh, a, a lot of our uh, of the companies out there don't see this very very simple uh, connection, or they they might see it, but they don't work it, right? Uh, I mean, and we should also realize that uh, these three KP, basic KPIs they also go together. So if you get a lot of new traffic. Uh, you, your, your conversion rate will probably fall. That's why it's an indicator. It's not the measurement of success, right? Mm. But um, yeah, no, it, it, it sometimes blows my mind that, that um, multi-million dollar pound businesses don't even capture this, this data or, or, <laughs> or, or use it as the starting point for all the cool stuff you then do. And is this... It at the other end of the the the, the kind of um, the marketplace, is this an opportunity then for say I'm a retailer with lots of stores, but I've done very little e-commerce and I'm still struggling 
to um, to kind of penetrate the market or I'm a brand new brand. Um, you know, is this does that still represent a big opportunity by saying to them, well, actually, it's exactly the same. If you just absolutely obsessed with those three areas rather than maybe getting distracted by these other things, you have an opportunity to catch up more quickly. Yeah, and I think it, it's all about what activities, what projects you run to drive what KPI. So let's mm -hmm. say, for instance, uh, uh, a new player in, the, in, a, in an industry uh, or a producer that wants to go direct to consumer. Of course, you, you might, uh, if you're an established uh, brand, you might have the traffic for free, right? Because you, you, your consumers went to your website to, to do the research anyhow. So you got a lot, get a lot of traffic for free, which is great. And perhaps we shouldn't, we don't have to invest that much right now in, in the traffic part. Um, but we've never done e-commerce before, so uh, we prob will probably make a lot of rookie mistakes when it comes to, to facilitating this customer journey, right? So let's let's focus on on, on decreasing the thresholds for conversion. Um, and perhaps we we haven't really figured out. The product relations so what accessory go with what main product so so that's where we focus so I, I i think i mean the equation is the same the game is the same it's just different starting points for for different types of, of uh, companies out there but you need to do the analysis and draw conclusions from that and then be really uh, diligent in how you prioritize going forward because i think that's that's the other thing if if you're lacking KPIs, if you're lacking measurements of the KPIs and ambitions for the KPIs, you can do whatever, right? You, mm. You'll probably be caught in in, in focusing on uh, what someone really, really wants to do, not necessarily the, that it, it builds sales. Yeah, and this has really, it's helped my thinking a lot actually in recent times about um, Omnichannel as well because I've realized that I've reminded myself that it's the, as you regularly say, modern commerce is the same. Um, these KPIs are exactly the same wherever you're selling, wherever the customer chooses to interact. And if you can create some fluidity between those channels, as yeah. long as the KPIs are there as kind of a cross channel KPI, then if you can create that situation, that's really powerful. Because then if you say, look, if a customer does something in the store and you're not necessarily boosting the average order value or converting them in the store but what you do in the store helps that to happen online that's yeah. really powerful and again yeah. it's it seems like a complicated thing but the sa those same simple kpis are driving it um and um i love that and i feel like for, for for modern brands that really is the key if you can be fluid but at the same time stick to these foundational kpis um, you yeah. go a long way and let's face it i mean store owners have for centuries i would say been working with these three kpis no matter if they call them kpis or if they 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 singled them out but of course you you need to have a, a um, you need to attract people going to the store right and when they're in the store you want to uh, to to facilitate they're actually transacting and buying stuff and when they buy stuff you want to to maximize what how much they buy for that's it mm -hmm. Everyone has done that since the dawn of time. Uh, and those are the three, traffic, conversion rate, and average order value. Um, yeah, but I think absolutely, like you, yeah. Yeah, like you say, in, in, in this omni-channel world we're living in, where you have a, a multitude of channels for one single customer journey, 
uh, I mean, what's what's really every, on everybody's mind is trying to capture that omni-channel KPIs, that omni-channel conversion rate, that uh, had had to actually compare apples with pears, right? I mean, to compare that store visit with that online visit, um, mm. and and have an attribution model that that works throughout. Because I think we're we've grown. We're old enough to to start looking at uh, the customer journey uh, rather than uh, the the channel. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, we started to touch on a few things there. We should um, we should pursue in a talk in the future. Me and you, Tobias, could talk about these for days. Um, so I think I think we're going to have to be disciplined to keep yeah. it within the ten minute structure. Um, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, thank you for joining us for this particular talk. Um, and uh, we will see you again soon. Hopefully there'll be many more of these coming along our modern commerce talks. So thanks a lot and take care. Thank you, Jack. Bye.